Hey, what is going down in my on the air universe? Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add Am I on the Air in that section where it asks you, How'd you hear about Podgo? You heard it right here, Am I on the Air? So make sure you fill that out in the application. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. Hi, Am I on the Air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread a crush your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's prime time I flex my better Voltron Transform to DX Don, Mega And Austin, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice uh, And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. It's season 22, it's episode 7, and tonight's show is titled Death to 2020. Oh, yeah. We are broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona, on this Monday February the 15th, that is right, February 15th, 2021, we are here, and this is Am I on the Air, this is your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest when it comes to entertainment news, this is your podcast, man, I don't think there's anything else on the market that will get you as caught up to speed in everything in entertainment news on a week-to-week basis as we do here on Am I on the Air, so strap on in. And let's get ready for a show. As always, we kick off the show with our non-spoiler reviews. I have a movie to talk about. And, of course, a couple TV shows to get into this week as we dive into what was the last week's worth of entertainment news. So, the first thing I'm going to review, and hence the show title tonight. uh, You know, I was thinking, what, what do I name today's episode? And... It made sense to just go along with what I was reviewing, which is Death to 2020. I thought the title was just perfect. We all know what a shit show 2020 was. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to name the episode that. We're going to just take a a play out of the book. Kind of like how we did last week with the WandaVision episode, right? On a very special episode. Sometimes the things we're reviewing have such the perfect, um, you know, title that it's like, we might as well just keep that going. So, Death to 2020 is a, 
not really a movie. It's more of a mockumentary. This is on Netflix, and it came out the very end of 2020, so I'm, I'm a little over a month late on this one. Had it in my queue, just never had a chance to get to it, so this past weekend watched it, and... It's really, really good. Like I said, it is a mockumentary, right? So it's set up in a documentary style, but they're doing it in a comedic way. Samuel L. Jackson pops up, Leslie, um, you know, from uh, Supermarket Suite and SNL. Um, she pops up. Uh, God, I'm, I'm spacing right now, but there's a lot of people that pop up in this thing. And um, it they basically are talking about the events of 2020, but doing it in a fun, comedic way. And just really talking shit about the year that was 2020. I absolutely love this. This is a very entertaining watch. And if you haven't had a chance to check this out on Netflix yet, I urge you to do so. Uh, I I can't recommend this thing highly enough. It is just a little over an hour, um, but it's a ton of fun to reflect back on what was a really shitty year, but get to laugh at it. So check that out, guys. Death to 2020, it is now streaming on Netflix. I know um, over the weekend, um, Judas and the Black Messiah came out. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch that one. I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch that one, so um, I did want to bring it up. Because I know that was the big, big release of last weekend. And I know probably a lot of you were like, oh man, I expected you to review that movie. Um, Because it is one of those uh, Warner Brothers movies that went to HBO Max and theatrically. Um, to be honest, I just, this movie's not my cup of tea, uh, movies like this sometimes are a little too much, too, too deep, uh, too serious. Um, and it takes a certain viewing, um, you know, I gotta be in the right mood to sit down and watch something this heavy. And so that's why I'm saying, I just don't know when I'm going to be able to get into this one. But from what I hear, the movie is fantastic. It's sitting at 97% Rotten Tomatoes right now. Um, and of course it's already getting, um, award nominations. So it's probably pretty damn awesome. Um, so, you know, definitely if you think it looks good and it's your, then this is the type of movie you're into, then I think you should jump on board to it obviously sooner rather than later. Um, because I'm hearing nothing but great things about it. So, um, but I did want to address that. I didn't just want to, you know, overlook it and then have people messaging me saying like, why didn't you review this? So that's on that. Now, switching gears on over to television. Number one, I just have to because it's the greatest thing on television right now. WandaVision. You all got to watch WandaVision. If you're not watching, you are missing out. If you gave up after the first couple episodes, you are missing out. Come back to it. Um, WandaVision is so fantastic and it just keeps getting better and better and better week by week. Uh, these last three episodes, oh my God, have just been so good, four, five, and six, and I just cannot wait. Every Friday, I'm just like, come on, uh, and the rumor has it, I mean, Kevin Feige did an interview, and he said these final three episodes, which are going to start this Friday, are going to be one-hour episodes going forward, so these last three episodes, three hours worth of content, that'll be great, because most of these episodes have been barely a half hour. And it goes so fast. So yes, give me an hour. Give me some more. I cannot wait to see where we go with this thing. Watch WandaVision. Okay. Uh, I also checked out on Netflix Kevin Hart's new comedy special, Zero Fucks Given. 
hilarious. If you are a fan of stand-up comedy, if you're a fan of Kevin Hart and you haven't watched this one yet, check it out. He performs this one in his house, in his living room, uh, because it's during COVID. He has a very small group of people uh, there, and um, it's awesome. Really, really funny. Check that out over on Netflix. Okay, I got three new shows for you um, to discuss. Now, number one is the brand new Kevin James show, The Crew. So The Crew is a new Netflix comedy that just debuted uh, actually today. So I watched the first episode and um, it's okay. It's okay. Um, here's the thing. So I love Kevin Hart. Or, see, got me speaking Kevin Hart. God damn it. Kevin James. I love Kevin James. I do love Kevin Hart as well. But we're talking about Kevin James. I love Kevin James. Uh, King of Queens is one of my all-time favorite comedy sitcoms ever. It's it's classic. So funny. You can go back, watch any episode, and laugh your ass off. It works on all levels. <laughs> a couple years ago, he did a new show called Kevin Can Wait, which wasn't as good as King Queens, but it was still pretty funny, and I liked it. So now he's got this show, The Crew, over on Netflix. So here's my problem with it. The show revolves around NASCAR, and I am not a NASCAR fan. I hate NASCAR. It is so boring. I just, you know, this is my personal opinion. I just can't get into NASCAR. So I want to watch this show. I want to support Kevin James because he's one of my favorites. But it's going to be a tricky show for me to get into just because of the subject matter. I just wish it was about anything else but NASCAR. But, um, you know, like I said, I watched the first episode. It's pretty typical, um, you know, sitcom, you know, half hour comedy kind of show. Laugh tracks, you know. Haha, ha, weird little jokes. Um, but but I, I dig that from time to time. And I did get several chuckles in this thing. I just didn't absolutely love it. But I will watch it because I'm going to support Kevin James. So uh, that's my hot take on the crew. Uh, so all episodes, of course, are now streaming over on Netflix. The next show I have is the new CBS uh, reboot, remake of uh, The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. So the first episode debuted after the Super Bowl last week. I didn't get a chance to watch it before the episode that I did. Um, So I have now watched that episode. I've also watched the second episode as well. Um, This is a pretty good show. It's pretty fun. You know, it's, you know, think about like the Denzel movies from the last couple years. She's just the female version of Denzel. Um, She's ex-CIA. She's now working kind of on her own with, of course, her little tech crew to help her, you know, solve these crimes that when you can't call 911, you call the equalizer. And um, so it's pretty straightforward, you know, CBS um, crime thriller action kind of show. Um, But Queen Latifah is actually really good in it. Um, The cast is pretty cool. Uh, I like the way it comes together. So, so far, the first two episodes have been pretty interesting, and I'll continue to give it a shot. So, that's The Equalizer over on CBS, and of course, you can stream on CBS All Access as well. And another show that is actually on CBS as well is Clarice. That's right, Clarice is the uh, spinoff of Silence of the Lambs. Um, as you know, the the lead character is Clarice, who Jodie Foster played in Silence of the Lambs. This this TV show takes place about a year after the events of Silence of the Lambs, about a year later, and she is, you know, trying to get back into the field after everything that went down in that movie. So um, obviously, there's a new actress playing Clarice, um, but I, I dug this one. I thought the premiere was actually pretty solid, but again, it's pretty typical 
crime, you know, oh, here's tonight's episode. We found a body. Is it a serial killer? Let's go investigate. It's that kind of show. If you like those kind of police procedural kind of shows, then I think you'll like Clarice. Uh, If those kind of things aren't your bag, then you probably won't like it. So, so far we only have one episode to discuss, um, but I did really enjoy the first episode, so I will continue to give it a shot. So, uh, that, of course, once again is on CBS and CBS All Access as well. So that's what I had for you guys here from a review standpoint. Death to 2020, which is awesome. I would give it four out of five stars. Definitely check it out on Netflix. And then over on the TV side, WandaVision. WandaVision over on Disney+. Plus. Check that out. It's amazing. Kevin Hart's A Zero Fucks Given. That is on Netflix as well. The Crew with Kevin James, brand new show. Check that out over on Netflix as well. And The Equalizer and Clarice, both over on CBS. So there's your reviews of the week. Now we're going to switch gears as we always do, and we'll get into our news of the week. So this is all the headline news that has dropped within the last seven days or so since our last episode. So... um Remember, some stuff we'll dive into, some stuff we'll kind of breeze through. If you want to learn any more info of anything we talk about today, definitely check out our social media. Go to our Twitter page, twitter.com slash amiontheair, or go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash amiontheair, and you can find all the full articles to dig into on this front, okay? And then also, of course, get the news as we go along throughout the week. And then we can recap here on the show together. All right, kicking off the news. This is this is going to sound very interesting here. I am uh, not a Powerpuff Girls kind of guy, but I am interested to see what they do here. The CW has ordered a live action Powerpuff Girls series that will see the girls as adults who resent their crime fighting childhoods. Yes, that has been ordered by the CW. Um, And I think it sounds fantastic. A live action Powerpuff Girls with them as adults who resent their crime fighting childhoods. I cannot wait to see how this plays out. I think it sounds very interesting instead of just doing like a straightforward live action kind of thing. Um, I'm, I'm sold, man. Like I am sold. Very, very cool. I know a lot of people were big fans of the 4400. Um, This was not a show I watched. I didn't really know much about it, never got into it. I believe it was on the USA Network when it originally aired in the early 2000s. Um, But the CW, once again, has ordered a straight-to-series adaptation of it. The 4400 reboot gets a straight-to-series order over on the CW once again. So congratulations there. Karen Gillan, Pedro Pascal have joined Judd Apatow's new comedy, The Bubble. I am sold. Once again, um, I love Judd Apatow. I mean, the guy just has created some of the best comedies ever. The 40-Year-Old Virgin, I think, is still the best comedy ever made. Um, So anytime he puts together a cast, especially a great ensemble like this, Karen Gillan, Pedro Pascal, who is just blowing up right now. Um, This also has Leslie Mann, Keegan-Michael Key. Um, He's building up a big movie here. It's called The Bubble because basically it takes place during the pandemic. It's about a movie that's trying to shoot during COVID. So, hey, he's got that realism behind it. I think it's going to be great. So cannot wait for that. A Wizard of Oz remake is in the works over at New Line Cinema with director Nicole Castle. I know a lot of people have been complaining about this news ever since it dropped. Like, why would you do that? Why would you remake that? Again, I'm going to share my unpopular sentiments here. Who cares? Who cares? 
Like, I don't understand why people get so testy about remakes and reboots. Because at the end of the day, I always say, your original movie is still there. It's still there. It's not like it gets trashed or destroyed because there's a reboot. Then that's the only movie you can see now. You can never go back and watch your original. It's still there. So who cares? Because if it sucks, you never have to watch it again. But if it's great, you have another version of something you love that you can watch. I never understood the hate behind remakes and reboots. I just don't get it. You know? Um... I, you know, for like for me, for example, the news broke and I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself, um, but the news broke a couple of days ago that, well, at first they were announcing that a remake of Face Off was coming, right? Face Off is one of my all time favorite movies and my top 10 love Face Off. And my first instinct was not to say, oh, how dare you? I can't believe they're remaking Face Off. That's one of the best movies in the world. Why would they do that? Don't, you know, you're ruining my childhood. (laughs) Guys, because I didn't react that way because to me, I'm excited. I would love to see a new version of Face Off, you know? Like, imagine if a new Face Off came out and it had Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds (laughs) switching faces. How incredible would that be? It would be awesome. It, it's not. It, there's no call for me to have to get mad because they're redoing something. Because at the end of the day, I can I can go back and I can watch my face off with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage anytime I want. That's not going to ruin it, you know. So I wish people would stop getting so angry at these uh, announcements. You know, I mean, once again, if it sucks, you never have to watch it again. Who cares? Your original is always still there. Speaking of that face-off news, Adam Wingard, who is directing the upcoming um, Godzilla vs. Kong, he's the one that's going to direct that face-off movie. And there was a little bit of confusion because when the announcement came out, it said it was going to be a remake um, or, you know, a soft reboot. Um, But he's come out and said, no, I'm actually making a direct sequel. He called face-off a perfect movie, which I would agree. Uh, He called face-off a perfect movie that he would never attempt to remake and says he is making a direct sequel. Now, he doesn't talk about if Nicolas Cage or John Travolta is going to come back for the movie, which would be really, really cool, um, or where he's going to take the storyline. But it is a sequel and not a remake. So that gets me even more excited because now we get a continuation of that amazing story uh down the road you know maybe they just you know it could have nothing to do with nick cage and john travolta could just be referencing the events of that movie and basically bringing back up that same technology to do again but now we could do it even better because we're in the future who knows but i'm excited about the new face-off um coming from adam wingard hell yeah Okay, guys, let's continue along. Remember the movie The Best Man? Well, that's getting adapted into a TV series that will be on Peacock, and the original cast is going to actually return. That's right. It's called The Best Man, The Final Chapters, and it will film with the original cast, and it has been ordered over on the Peacock streaming network, so that is awesome. The Brad Pitt movie, Bullet Train, which we've been talking about for the last couple months, it just like felt like every episode we were like, this A-list stars join, this A-list stars join, this A-list stars join. Well, guess what? Another A-list stars join. The movie's already been filming, and they're still adding to this amazing cast, as Sandra Bullock has now joined the cast. That is fantastic, man. This thing just gets better and better and better. I cannot wait to see Bullet Train. Hell yeah. 
J.K. Simmons and Nina Arianda are in talks for Aaron Sorkin's Being the Ricardos. So awesome there of them possibly joining the cast along with Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. HBO Max has renewed Search Party for a fifth season. So congratulations there. I have a friend that told me I need to watch Search Party. So it is on my queue and I'll be definitely checking that out. Guy Pierce has joined Kate Winslet in HBO's new limited series Mar of Easttown. Disney has decided to close 20th Century Fox's animation house Blue Sky Studios. Um, it makes sense, you know, Disney owns 20th Century Fox now. We don't need a separate animation studio when Disney obviously has their own. So, sad to see it go, but totally understand. We have the trailer for Happily, um, which stars Joel McHale in a new dark romantic comedy. So, check that out. National Geographic has unveiled the trailer for uh, National Geographic genius Aretha. That's right. Remember, Aretha was supposed to debut earlier last year and then got pushed back due to the pandemic. But they have now revealed the first full trailer and the show will debut on March 21st. Zachary Levy and Gina Rodriguez are set to star in Amazon's new comedy adventure called Lost and Found. I was just talking on last week's episode about how happy I was for Zachary Levy that it feels like he's starting to get a lot more projects. And so I love it. Once again, a new episode and we're talking about a new show once again. He deserves it. It's awesome. That's my Shazam. Go get it, dog. Uh, Mark Rylance and Michael Chiklis have uh, joined the new Netflix film Don't Look Up, which, of course, is the big star-studded movie from Adam McKay that is coming on Netflix by the end of the year. So looking forward to that. We have the trailer for Dead Pigs, um, which is Kathy Yan's directorial debut. Um, it is coming to the U.S. after two years of being out overseas. So congratulations there on that. The Walking Dead's final season has officially begun production. So yes, the cameras are a rolling. Uh, Greenland has topped the Fandango Now and Voodoo streaming list. So congratulations there that Greenland is number one. Good movie. You should check it out. Uh, Tom Holland is denying that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in Spider-Man 3. Uh, take this for what it is. He could be telling the truth or he could be lying. I mean, these stars don't, they're told to lie. They're straight up told to lie because they don't want surprises getting out. So I don't blame Tom Holland for coming out and denying that these two are in the movie. I still think they are, but Hey, we'll see how that goes. Um, the Super Bowl was last weekend, and viewership registered a 14-year low for the NFL, man. Ooh, 14-year low. Ouch. So, yeah. This was big news a couple days ago as we found out that Lucasfilm has decided to part ways with The Mandalorian's Gina Carano. That's right, Gina Carano, no longer employed by Lucasfilm. She came out, said some stuff on some tweets, and everybody got her fired real damn quick. So <laughs> cancel culture remains. Um, you know, people are not allowed to speak their mind anymore and and use their social media, whether it's for good or for bad. Um, you know, nobody can seem to just say what they want anymore without the, um, the lynch mob coming for them. So, you know, I don't get political on this show, so I'm not going to say anything is right or wrong. I'm just, you know... The cancel culture things just drive me a little nuts. Uh, all these people are just getting fired and, and losing their jobs. And you know, all these things are happening, you know, without really, um, you know, sometimes it's fair, sometimes it's not. So, but in this case, she is gone. So I know, I know Disney did give her several chances and she did probably burn some bridges she shouldn't have. 
Um, but yes, see, she has officially been let go. So no Cara Dune in season three of The Mandalorian. And she was also supposed to lead the Rangers of the New Republic show. And that obviously is not happening now either. So that sucks for her. All right, HBO's The Last of Us, that's right, based on the video game, it's coming. They've been prepping this thing for a minute, and now we know who's going to play Ellie. It's going to be Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey, who was in Game of Thrones, she has been cast as Ellie, and then news broke pretty much right after that Pedro Pascal has joined the cast as well. How amazing is that? That, um, I mean, Pedro Pascal, dude, his star... Is rising so damn fast (laughs) So fast I feel like every week again On this show We have news breaking Of Pedro Pascal Joining a new project man He is on fire He has now been cast as Joel In The Last of Us He's going to be so good as Joel I'm so happy for them man That's a hell of a cast for The Last of Us Everybody's super super stoked at this uh, TV show Finally moving forward Especially at HBO Apple Studios has acquired Dolly, which is the new Florence Pugh movie. So congratulations there that that's been picked up. Uh, Warner Brothers has released Wonder Woman 84 for rental right now. And it'll be available to buy starting next month in March. HBO's In Treatment Season 4 is getting a May premiere date. Watchmen alum Hong Chao has joined Darren Aronofsky's The Whale adaptation. Ty Sheridan is in talks for George Clooney's The Tender Bar, and he'd be starring alongside Ben Affleck, so that is pretty awesome there. Blumhouse's Firestarter remake has added Michael Gray Eyes as Rainbird, so I'm glad that they're still moving forward on that Firestarter. Looking forward to that. Netflix has acquired Brian Jacquees Redwall for film and TV adaptations. This looks like something that my boy Friggins would be into because the picture is a little mouse with a sword and a shield. And I think Friggins loves anything with mice that come to life and fight. So uh, this looks really, really up his alley. So I wonder if he's seen Redwall, um, but he should get excited for this. It's coming. Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is finally moving forward. It is coming soon, and they are setting the voice cast for the show, including Alfre Woodward, which is awesome. So congratulations there. Elizabeth Moss has joined um, Oscar Isaac and Jake Gyllenhaal in the making of the Godfather film that they're putting together. So great addition right there when it comes to talent. Kate Winslet's new Mar of Easttown is going to be debuting in April over on HBO. HBO Max has unveiled Close Enough Season 2 trailer and a two-season renewal. So there you go. I don't know anything really about this animated show, but it must be doing good to get a two-season renewal. So congratulations there. HBO Max has also ordered a new adult animated series called Clone High along with Velma. And Fired on Mars. So lots of new animated series coming to HBO Max. Ironheart star Dominique Thorne is opened up about becoming the MCU's new Ironheart. New Iron Man protege that's coming up uh, in the upcoming Disney Plus show. So she talks a little bit about that. So check out that article if you want to know more. Uh, Elle Fanning and some first look photos of the great season 2 which is coming to Hulu. We have the trailer for Yes Day, starring Jennifer Garner and Edgar Ramirez in a movie where they can't say no to the kids. So this looks like a fun little kids movie uh, coming to Netflix. 
Sonic the Hedgehog sequel is coming in 2022 And the official title is Are you ready? The official title for the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel is Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Oh yeah, man, come come and get it What a hell of a sequel name right there for Sonic Uh, Hustler Magazine founder Larry Flint has passed away at the age of 78 Man, that guy led a good life Claire Danes is replacing Kira Knightley in Apple TV's The New Essex Serpent. This, that is, uh, you know, due to scheduling conflicts and along with some COVID protocols, um, Kira Knightley has bounced from the show, but Claire Danes has stepped in. The Essex Serpent, which is coming to Apple TV Plus. Um, there's a lot going on that I want you to check our social media out. Once again, I try, like I said, I try to stay out of this political kind of stuff. Um, the real. Cringy kind of news Um, But there is stuff going on With Joss Whedon again Um, As you all know we had the whole Ray Fisher thing about the Justice League Reshoots and harsh working environments And all the stuff that the crew dealt with With Joss Whedon Well now Charisma Carpenter um, Sarah Michelle Gellar A bunch of people that worked on Buffy And Angel They're all coming out now and saying That they they understand it They went through it That they had problems with Joss Whedon as well And this story has blown up Um, So there's a lot to dissect into this There's a lot to go into in this And I just try to stay away from this kind of stuff But the news is on our social media I do post it so people can read about it If they want to know more So once again, go to our Twitter Go to our Facebook If you want to find out more on this Joss Whedon situation Um, But it sounds like he ain't ever going to work in Hollywood again And that's a good thing So we'll leave that at that Congratulations to the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer that came out on the Super Bowl It set a new record, man It is the most watched TV show trailer of all time And that is great The show debuts on March uh, March 19th And uh, it's going to be pretty damn awesome Super, super excited What I'm also excited about is the True Lies reboot that has been ordered over at CBS. That's right. Remember True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh my God. And Jamie Lee Curtis, one of the best action movies of all time. True Lies is so good. They've been trying to make a TV show out of this for years and it just never got off the ground. Well, now a pilot order has been given from CBS. Um, It is going to be produced by James Cameron So we got some of the original crew in there I think it's going to be directed by McG I'm on board, I'm sold Let's go Sex in the City revival The HBO Max boss hints at the explanation For Samantha's absence Basically just saying friendships fade Things happen, right? So that, you know, we're all curious How they're going to write Samantha out on that one Catherine McPhee um, raises Eddie Chibrian and his children in a new Netflix comedy called Country Comfort. And you can check out your first look right now. Nanny McPhee. I love Catherine McPhee so hot. Uh, a Velma centric Scooby Doo animated prequel series has been ordered over on HBO Max. And Mindy Kaling will voice Velma. So, pretty cool there. On last week's episode, I told you there was a bidding war. Over the new book Falling Which um, was just Everybody was trying to get it Universal Pictures is the one that won the the bidding war So this will become a movie And it will be coming out from Universal Pictures Mike Judge's comedies Quality Land And a limited series A5 Are no longer moving forward at HBO So that's a bummer Mike Judge is great And hopefully he finds a new home for that stuff 
The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced its 2021 nominees on this past Wednesday morning, revealing that it's most gender-inclusive ballot in the history of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So check that out to figure out who all is joining in this year's class. British dance music pioneers The Prodigy are getting the documentary treatment with founding members Liam Howlett and Maxim dedicating the project to the band's iconic late frontman Keith Flint. I love The Prodigy. I, for one, will definitely be watching this documentary for sure. Um, Let's see here. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just skipping around a couple things here. Um, Fox is developing an animated series adaptation of Hasbro's Clue. Do we really need an animated version of Clue? I mean, this is one that like we've been trying to do a movie for like the last couple years and it can't seem to get off the ground. Um, but now we're going to do an animated series of this. Does that many people want Clue? Uh, I don't know. That's just that's just my idea. Uh, TBS has announced that they will be premiering the new version of Wipeout this coming April with John Cena and Nicole Byer hosting. Uh, HBO Max has ordered a new eight-episode comedy series from Issa Rae called Rap Shit. Uh, so yes, has <laughs> given an eight-episode order to the half-hour comedy series uh, called Rap Shit, which is a working title, by the way, so that could change. But congratulations to Issa Rae getting that. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine... Is going to conclude after its upcoming eighth season. I am super bummed about this. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think it's one of the best comedy series on television. It's one of the best that's been in the last several years. This was a show that started off on Fox and then it got canceled. Then NBC came in and renewed it. And we've been waiting for a year now to get the eighth season going. And then they find out that it is the final season. So super, super bummed about this. If you've never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I, I can't recommend it anymore to you. Uh, you'll love it. It's so funny. It's witty. It's one of these shows that has a great ensemble cast and everyone is perfect. Please watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Make it go out with a bang in this last season. I cannot wait. Uh, but man, I'm so sad at the same time uh, that, that we're ending that one. House of the Dragon has added Riz Ifans and Sonoya Mizuno to uh, the new Game of Thrones prequel series. Lily Gladstone has joined Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Dexter's Showtime revival has added Jamie Chung and Oscar Wahlberg to the cast. Uh, HBO Max has unveiled a new show called Generation. Um, which is coming to new dramedy series and is coming in March. And you can check out the first teaser trailer for that. Benioff Weiss and Hugh Jackman are teaming with Netflix for a new movie called The Overstory. So great duo. That's the duo behind Game of Thrones. And they've lined up their next project with Hugh Jackman. I'm on board. Let's go. Coming to Netflix, The Overstory. As you know, they're putting together the Borderlands movie, which is based on the video game, and they've just announced that Jack Black has joined the cast as Claptrap. That's right, Claptrap, which is a robot, so he will pretty much just be doing a voice from what I understand. Um, and that'll be coming soon from Eli Roth and his Borderlands movie. So we got some new Hawkeye set photos, so check that out. Um... Let's see, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones prequel series is getting a spring 2021 production start, so that'll be pretty cool, I know a lot of people are waiting for that. The um, HBO boss is talking about the possibility of the rumored HBO Max spinoff for the Harry Potter series, 
Um, so there's been a lot of reports about rumors, and he comes out, talks a little bit about it, but not much to really go off of there. Owen Wilson discusses his mysterious Loki role. Remember, he is in the Loki show, which comes out in May. So pretty cool article there with Owen Wilson talking about that. Joe Russo teases his live-action remake of Hercules and talks about the full franchise potential that the, that the movie has. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. True Detective Season 4 might actually be coming. We thought that it was a dead in the... Uh, dead in the doorways uh, Kind of show there after season 3 But they revealed that season 4 Might actually still be moving forward But without its series creator So yes it would be a different kind of take But that doesn't mean someone else Couldn't come in and do a good job with it So we will see um, Black Widow still on course for its theatrical release That's right Disney CEO Bob Chapek Says that Black Widow is still on course For its theatrical release in May So we will see My fingers are crossed Speaking of the MCU, Frank Grillo says that Crossbones is done in the MCU. Kind of figured that one there. Uh, Let's see. Disney Plus, 95 million subscribers. Oh my goodness, man. The streaming service only been out a little over a year and already has 95 million subscribers. That is fantastic. Congratulations, Disney Plus, man. They're saying by 2026, Disney Plus will be the biggest streamer out there surpassing Netflix. That is insane. HBO Max has picked up Fired on Mars, which is a new adult animated comedy series with SNL's Pete Davidson. Um, Let's see here. Amazon is going to be doing a Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV show. And Donald Glover, along with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, are set to lead the show. And they're also going to create it. They're going to write it together. They're going to put it all together. And then they're also going to star in it. So this is great right here. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt movie from way back. They're doing a TV version, kind of reimagining of it. And these two will lead it up. I'm super excited about that. I love Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Something also that's getting rebooted is Paranormal Activity. I could give a fuck less. Um, Paranormal Activity sucks so bad. And I do not need a reboot, man. We've already had like 10 of these movies. Do we really need that? Captain Marvel 2 has added Zowie Astin as the main villain uh, in the upcoming movie. So congratulations to her. Big female villain. This is going to be great for Captain Marvel 2. I love it. We don't know who she's playing. We just know she'll be in the movie, and that's awesome. Lovecraft Country. The writers are plotting out season two in the hopes of a renewal. Uh, HBO was asked point blank, why have you not renewed this show yet? And they said, hey, we're working with the writers. We want them to come up with a good story first to tell. Season one was adapted from a book, so they knew where the show could go. Season two is not, so they're writing it out, and they need to come up with a good idea. And if they do, they'll happily renew the show. But if they can't nail down a great idea, then it probably won't be coming back. So we'll have to wait and see on Lovecraft Country there. So good luck. I'm sure they'll figure that out. George C. Wolf is set to helm a new Rustin biopic for Netflix. Um... A remastered HD version of Sex and the City is now streaming over on HBO Max. So that's awesome. Wonder Girl TV series is not moving forward over at the CW. That's right. Months ago, they announced they were going to try to do a Wonder Girl series on the CW. Um, but now the writer of the show has says CW has passed on it. Um, so we'll see what happens. You never know. This could end up at HBO Max for all that we know. So, But right now, not moving forward. Um, the King and I is getting a musical remake from Paramount Pictures. The My Little Pony new movie 
was going to come out uh, in theaters, and now it has shifted to Netflix. So Netflix has bought the rights to it, and it will go straight to Netflix to stream. Um, a CSI revival is in the works. We've been talking about that for like the last year, but now they've started some casting with it. Um, so mm, this might actually be moving along a little better than we thought. Chappelle Show is returned to Netflix. That's right. Dave Chappelle announced that he has worked out a deal with Comedy Central. All is good with the rights, and the show can now return to Netflix because he's getting his money. So congratulations to Dave on that. Um, SNL has announced that Bridgerton's Roger Jean Page is going to host an upcoming episode on February 20th. So congratulations to him. We got an article up talking about pilot season 2021, all the new shows, who's in them, what's coming to all the major networks. Check out the pilot season article. True Blood, we talked about that HBO was looking at rebooting. HBO boss says that the prospective reboot must be a story worth telling or they won't do it. So there you go. It should make you feel a little bit better about that. Chris Harrison has announced that he's stepping aside from The Bachelor among some controversy. So, oh man, it's happening again. Romantic adventure comedy The Lost City of D, starring Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, will release in theaters on April 15th, 2022. We finally got it. The first full big trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. And holy crap, was this trailer amazing. Amazing. I watched it multiple times. On its, It came out on uh, Valentine's Day. And um, it's so good. It's so good. And it just, there's so much new footage. It's such a different movie. Of course, some of the story beats are going to be the same because that's what they did, right? They took Zack's movie and they dwindled it down in half and, and said, here's what you get. We're getting a fully fleshed out four hour version of Justice League in all of its glory. All this footage in this trailer was like brand new. I think 98% of the footage in this was brand new. Um, it looks so good. And I'm so excited. And man, the stinger at the end with the Joker. Oh, seeing him and Batman together. Oh, so this comes out on HBO Max March 18th. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Let's go. Check out the trailer. It's on all our social media. If you haven't seen it yet, watch it, watch it, watch it. Then watch it again. Congratulations to The Croods, A New Age. Somehow this movie, after being in theaters for months, was number one in the box office this past weekend. It came back to number one. Um, and that's just phenomenal after all this time. Uh, $2.5 million becoming the number one movie of the weekend. Judas and the Black Messiah was number two at the box office with $2 million. Um, CBS is bringing back the original um, New York cast of The Real World for a new revival series over on Paramount+. Plus. So that is very, very interesting. Um, Showtime has announced that it will air The Show, which will be a 90-minute documentary that will provide a look into the making of the weekend Super Bowl halftime show. Mission Impossible 7 and 8 was supposed to film back-to-back, but obviously COVID and everything that happened has decided to cancel the back-to-back filming, and they will just finish Mission Impossible 7, take a break so Tom Cruise can do publicity and everything he needs to do for Top Gun, and then come back and do Mission Impossible 8. So it's unfortunate that that schedule got messed up because I was super excited that they were going to film 7 and 8 back to back and the movies are going to be released like within a year of each other. Um, but we'll have to wait a little bit longer on that. Disney has announced that they're going to release a new short um, called um, 
Us Again, which will debut in front of Disney's uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. So as you know, they always put those little shorts in the beginning, so that's going to be great. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's new comedy Truth Seekers, which is over on Amazon Prime, has been canceled. That's right, one and done season uh, as they decided to X that show. Um, I only watched the first episode of it, and so, you know, I, I didn't get truly into it, so I don't know if I'll go back now knowing that it's been canceled. So uh, it, it's a bummer. It had potential for sure, but just didn't really get off the ground in the right way. Ruth Nega is set to lead ABC Signature's new Josephine Baker miniseries. Bridgerton Season 2 has welcomed Simone Ashley as a new female lead. Um, John Carpenter says that there's been talks of a sequel to The Fog. Mm, very interesting. Um, Oprah Winfrey will, re- will interview Prince Harry and Meghan Markle for a new CBS primetime special. That'll be coming up very soon. And on that note, my friends, that is our news of the week. Hey, we actually had a chock full of news. We went over 42 minutes, which is longer than our last couple episodes. So a lot more to dive into. But hey, we did it. And uh, we were hitting our sweet 45-minute kind of spot. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for joining us today on this new episode of Am I on the Air. Let's do some shout-outs, why don't we? Our official webpage is amiontheair.com, so make sure you bookmark that. That's where you can go listen to the show, links to all our social media, everything's on amiontheair.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Make sure you follow me on Stardust. Stardust is a really cool app that has 30-second video reviews. That's right. Video reviews, they're under 30 seconds long. Get in, get out, and love it. Follow me on that at simply Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A, and I'll give you a follow back. Uh, Follow me and I'll follow you back. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Leave us a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. But if Apple Podcast ain't your thing, don't you worry. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Podchaser, Google Podcast. We're all over all of your favorite platforms. Uh, of course, you can subscribe to us on Instagram and on YouTube. Just search Am I on the Air. And a shout out to our great affiliates at RedDragonsRadio.com. That's RedDragonsRadio.com with an S. And follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio. It's a great podcast website with all your favorites on there. So definitely check it, check it out, y'all. That'll do it for me on this Monday, February the 15th. I appreciate y'all. I hope everybody has a great week. Be safe out there. Know a lot of winter uh, warnings, winter storms out there. People getting hurt, cars sliding all over the place. Be careful, please. Be very, very careful. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Bye, everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!